This is the OMFL. You can't touch this. And you're in the mix with kind of real name. Here's another OMFL production.
Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Press Pass Lab number 165. I can't believe that we've already made it to number 165. We haven't had a show um, since last season. This is going to be our first of season 91. And I have a new guest, sort of new guest with me. So I am your founder, commissioner, Nate, of, of both the LMFL and the Grown Folks Online Community. Appreciate you for tuning in because it looks like we've got a bunch of you. The chat is up. We're talking with you. And this week, got Mr. Smash of the Chicago Bears, a man who is not limited on opinions and willing to step out and let people know what they are. Mr. Smash, what are you doing tonight, buddy? <laughs> you don't have to bar Jim. Everybody wants you to do your own show just so that you know. So as I put out my how-to videos, you might need to watch them because everybody wants you to do your own podcast show for the OMFL. We could call it Smash Unchained or something. Let you just let you go. Yeah, let you go do your thing, man. Well, let's just jump right into it. We're gonna do our fire drill. It's our favorite game from the first three weeks of the season. Um, I can't believe it's already gonna be season five here a little later tonight, maybe even while we're on the show. Um, what was your favorite game from the first three weeks of the season? All right. I got I got Buffalo in the 49ers in week one. Would that be it? One guy put it back to another next guy, and then next thing I know, it's standard was like, uh, you know, whatever. And actually, they did a replay of the game, and Buffalo once again came back and beat them 13 nothing. But I will all say, most games I mostly I, I didn't watch so far this year has been your game. I think the one that stood out the most to me maybe was the first game, you know. Speaking of your games, I always like to watch, see what big number 97 is going to do. Press on that, but I see that your game was against the first game was against the Vikings, my division four, where you lost. Yeah, it was 20, a good game. Yeah, 29 to 32. I think it was that uh, you started Joe, right? Okay, I, I had, did, uh, yeah. A, a pretty decent game. What he was uh, 17 for 25 before. Uh, yards, three touchdowns. Interception, not bad for the start. And I think that was a home game, right? And that was, it was at the Vikings. Okay, well, hey, that's even better battling uh, Joe Madden, who had 295 yards, one more yard than your rookie. And actually, that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good game. That, yeah, it was a good back and forth. Back and forth game. He had 107 yards. Uh, Camaro had 83 yards. The second back had 30. Like I said, I watched the game. Like I said, mostly watch a lot of your games. For me, that one basically stood out to me back and forth. And we all wanted to see what Joe was going to do that you got your LSU guy. Yeah, I'm going to go with a, a week three game, but it's funny that you picked Buffalo 49ers. I'm actually going to pick the Buffalo and New England Patriots game from week three where Buffalo upsets the New England Patriots. I didn't see this one coming I at didn't all. Either. 21 
to 14, uh, 117 rushing yards to 92. So those were pretty even, but 326 passing yards for the Buffalo Bills um, and two turnovers for each of these teams, but 10 third down conversions. So Buffalo just couldn't be stopped on third down. Josh Allen, spectacular game, 381 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. He was sacked eight times. New England's McAllister was sacked six times. 14 sacks in this game. Just unbelievable. Yeah, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt, what happened. but I'm looking at the Bills receivers. Like Zay Jones, six. I'm sorry for stepping on your toes, but it just stood out to me. I'm looking yeah. like, goodness. Look at Proctor, though. He's got yeah. seven for 126 and three touchdowns. <laughs> and just... even, even New England... He's got Avery McKinley, who's got two for 118. He had a long yeah, uh, 61 with guy. a touchdown. Kirkland. Just a crazy, crazy yeah. back-and-forth game here. Um, tons of sacks. Uh, <laughs> Tristan Colon-Castillo, a rookie center, gave up four sacks for the New England Patriots. Um, 11 tackles by Domenici. Uh, Ryan Chazier had 11 tackles. Nickerson had 11 tackles. Zach Braun, my guy, had eight tackles. I mean, just a crazy, crazy stats game. You can look at the sacks here. Ed Oliver had three. Uh, Brian Nickerson for the Patriots um, had two. Reese had two. Chase uh, Winichiff had two. It's just crazy, crazy, crazy back and forth game. And then a couple of interceptions here. Ruben Newell, Matt Molino, and, and Levi Wallace. So Buffalo comes away um, at home with a big victory against the New England Patriots. And really like... But the stake in the ground that season 91 might be the season that the Buffalo Bills finally put this rebuild back together and um, put it all here so that, that they can uh, make something happen. I so, can tell you his confidence up from uh, chatting with him. Yeah. Real high Buffalo. His what? His confidence is up in the Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's feeling himself, and uh, and he should be. I mean, that's some, a couple of big victories there against Double Zero and Bloop. I know Bloop's pretty down on himself, but... Overall, it's a, uh, a really good victory for the Buffalo Bills, and we'll see if he can sustain it. Now, a lot of movement this offseason, um, a lot of back and forth between these guys. Um, new sliders, like all kinds of new stuff that really no abilities. Like a lot of things have shifted, and um, the game is playing much different, and so everyone's kind of trying to get adjusted. And with that, we're going to make our predictions here in the AFC. So we're going to move right to the AFC North. We've got the Browns at 2-1. and one, The Steelers at 2-2. Two and two. They've got a brand new owner. The Browns have a brand new owner. Um, Massimo took over the Browns. The Steelers is a, a call-up from um, the Deuce. The Bengals at 2-2. Two and two, And then the Ravens at 1-2. and two. How do you see the AFC North playing out? And who wins this division? I'm going with Cincy. I think Cincy has got his uh, mojo. Uh, I know Massimo is an old. City, I think uh, I'm not sure, but then the Ravens one and two, but he went all in, got the uh, hell of a secondary. But I'm going with the Bengals. I think playing like Cincinnati, but you know it's a tight division right now. We got the Browns and one Steelers two and two, Bengals two and the Ravens uh, one and not far behind. And uh, with the Bengals scoring 125 points, Steelers at 133. Who? Let me see. Who is? Who is the Steelers? Is uh, I forget his name, but uh, he's a, a call up yeah, from a call up um, from, from the, the Deuce. Deuce. Yeah. 
Ray Savage. Ray the Savage, 619. Ray the Savage, that's yeah. it. He was just in the uh, Deuce Bowl. Yeah. Ray yep. the Savage, 619. Uh, he's pretty good. I think I played him over there earlier. Cycle. Score points. So I think it's probably going to I think it's just going to be a tight race, but I'm going with yeah. the old man. This one's got some weird stats already to me. Like the Browns are two and one, but they've only scored 63 points. It's half of the points that both the Steelers and Bengals have put up. They've only allowed 60, so they're playing really good defense, which is not really what yeah. Montemo's known for. You know, you figure he got his quarterback back and yeah, he'd he be have, slinging the ball all he around. He doesn't have 95 plus speed receivers. No, he doesn't. All the receivers, so. But he does have Od Odell Beckham. So um, I still like the Steelers, though. I think the Steelers are going to win this division. I think the Browns and Bengals will battle it out. And I do think the Ravens will turn things around. He has a really talented team. He was in the playoffs, but I'm going to go ahead and take the Steelers for the AFC North um, with the other two teams to push for a wild card. Right, Let's I go guess to that's the AFC South. Agree to disagree on that one. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We're going to see how this one plays out, though. We're going to go to the AFC South. We've got the Colts at 4-0, and the Titans at 2-1, and Jaguars at 2-2. Two and two. Everybody says your voice doppelganger and then the Texans at one and three. Savanti has been putting together a really good team. I think that they have, um, he's actually put together. We were actually supposed to cover the offseason. Goofy me forgot to cover the offseason. We just jumped right in. We'll go back to the offseason, guys, I promise. Um, but the Titan Texans had a really good draft. The Jaguars have been a little up and down, but you can see he's scoring a lot of points. He just has to figure that defense out, which is not really what Brady's known for. He's known to have really great defense and a great running game, but struggling to put up points, but it's been the opposite this season. And then you got the Titans at 2-1, and one, 107 points, and then you got the mighty Colts and, and D-Wayne, who's here in chat with us tonight at 4-0. and oh. I think this is the Colts division. He's put up 137 points. He's towards the top of the league in offense. He's given up 102. This whole Madden um, defense has not been his strong suit, which is not really what he's been known for and what he's built a reputation around. But, man, that offense is putting up points left and right. I think the Colts win this division. The Titans will definitely get a, a wild card. That team is just too good, and we've seen how great of a season that they had in Season 90. So I like the Colts to win this division, the Titans to get one of my wild cards. I'm going to save the other one for later, though. How do you see the AFC South playing out? And do we even have to talk about the abilities off? He's already 4-0, Mr. Uh, consistent D-Wayne. I mean, do we really even have to? I'm going to look myself in the mirror and accept that question. Do I really have to save the Colts? It's, you understood the coats. The Billies are off, so you're not going to stop yeah. his offense. You're not going to stop his run game. So, and we're back. Did you not think, though, with abilities off, it might even the playing field with no, Hines? I no, mean, no. he's still killing the lead, because but those abilities made him even better. Because D-Wayne, he's consistent. And it's harder yes. now because we know what he's going to do. And for some odd reason, stop it and now that you don't have the abilities probably can counter and those uh d linemen and linebackers can get in there and try to stop it you can't stop it you couldn't stop it before yeah. in mad 19 man 18 so yeah. how are you gonna stop it now with the abilities off pulling up second i'm going with the titans because mo is consistent itself and the jaguars i don't know brady has been kind of down this cycle i don't know what's going on with him yeah so but he didn't have it a uh, run a uh, bad uh i don't uh get it going it seems he beat me though so 
But he, he beat me. Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, you know, he played good defense. I couldn't score. He scored on defense, and that was the game. And I just don't know. He's just in a tough, tough way with those three guys. Whoever goes in that division just have, would have a hard time. D. Wayne, Mo, and uh, Brady. He's just going to have a hard time. Doesn't turn it around. This is what, the last season? I take it. Yeah. Yeah, so just think it's Coast, Titan, Jaguar, Texas, two, three, metal. Let's go to the AFC East, the division that's kind of flipped itself on its head. You have the Dolphins at two and one, the Jets at three and one, the Bills at two and two, and the Patriots at 0 and three, only scoring 55 points so far this season, almost giving up 100. This is a crazy division to try to figure out here. Kevin is a very good player. We've seen him go deep into the playoffs, but really lacks confidence this Madden. You can see his team is 85 points far, 88 against. I mean, that doesn't really lend itself to a 2 and one record, but he's figured it out. Um, he's got, you know, some really good players that he's finally starting to put around um, some of his key pieces there in Miami. Jets and Clyde another, like, you know, if, if Dwayne is is super consistent, then, you know, Clyde is 1B. Um, but, man, he struggled this mad, and he's been right around a 500 team. And then we've seen the Bills with two massive victories. But, again, all of these teams are either um, scoring, like, right at the same amount of points that they're giving up. The Bills are actually the only one. They've got one more point than they've given up. Every other team here has actually scored less points than they've given up. Um, and that just doesn't, doesn't set itself up for a really good winning record in a deep playoff run. I think just one one team's going to come out of this one. I don't think any wild cards. I think my wild card's going to come out of that first division. Probably the Browns, I guess. I, I want to say the Bengals, but the Browns are kind of leading that so far. So I think that this division is going to be won by the Jets. I think it'll be a tight race between them and the Dolphins. Um, I think that the Jets, they can figure out the quarterback play and get some consistency there they'll, they'll be a much better team um, but I think at the end of the day he can just um, put you into some really tough areas where you start turning the ball over right with his user cornerback so I like the Jets to win this one but a tight race with the Dolphins how do you see the AFC East playing out I want to say the Jets but he's playing about his quarterback dude took Jimmy a rookie Tom Green, who I was waiting on, he took him. I'm going to let my personal feelings get aside from that. But the Jets, I got the Jets finishing first. Stay consistent. Then the Dolphins, who can put up uh, points, score with anybody in the uh, league. And then the Bills and Bloop. I don't know my favorite Canadian here. I don't know what's going on. We're 0-3, but yeah, me neither. it's still early, so who knows? It's still early, buddy. So, I think uh, going Dolphins. No, we're going Jets and Bills. Uh, Dolphins. So I'm looking at Outlaw, maybe pulling. And I'm like, you, I don't know who they're playing for. It's like uh, yeah. the division foes. I probably could have a better for I think it's Jets, Bills, Dolphins. Right, let's go to the AFC West. We got the Chiefs at two and one. We got the Miners at two and two. The Broncos at zero oh and three. A big shocker there. And the Raiders at zero oh and three. Um, how do you see the AFC West hmm. playing out? The Wild Wild West. If you can't score, don't even try to go into that division. I'm telling you now. 
Penguins over there now. Yeah. He's bringing some defense to the Chiefs that uh, they've only they've only scored 85 points, but they've only allowed 62. It's yeah. going to be in top, very top elite portion of this yeah. league. And Chiefs with a defense that could be scary, yeah. right? Penguins a good player, so he'll be able to keep up our DM. He he said he likes that challenge. He likes tally over in the West. And the miners, uh, who is the miner? Colin. Colin, yeah, yeah always consistent. Colin, yeah, always consistent. And he wins, lose, wins, win, lose, yeah. lose. It's like up and down, up and down. And the Broncos, the shock of the uh, cycle. <laughs> uh, Jay Glaze, shock of the cycle. And we got the Raiders. And I don't know what's going on with the Raiders. Uh, <laughs> he's been down. So say if they're going to uh, pull up and uh, what did the Miners do last year? Did they make the playoffs? Did they make the playoffs? Uh, I think he he did not, but I think he made a he, he made a close run. Like he was right there oh, for a while. And then, and then, that's why I asked. He gave up votes. He gave up votes. Yeah. And so I'm going with the Chiefs. For, I, for the I didn't pick up on that. Where'd Bosa go? He went to Washington, D.C. He went okay. to Washington. Now, I think uh, we'll get to them later, but I'm going with the consistent uh, Penguins with the Chiefs, Miners second, Broncos, and Raiders. Now I got the yawns all of a sudden. I I'm going to pick it exactly how you're picking it. I think the Chiefs are going to win this division. Um, the Chiefs and Penguins is a really good player. Uh, he, 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 Yeah, he knows how to build teams, and he knows how to play really, really great defense. That's what he was known for in Pittsburgh. And now bringing that defense over to the Chiefs. Now, he's not the offensive player that Massimo was, but you don't actually have to be here. Um, <laughs> the Miners have, have gotten older with um, their receiving core. He still has Jackson. He still has playmakers there. Um, but I do like the Chiefs to win this division. The Miners are going to be pushing them the entire way. So, um, yeah, that's how look, I see it playing got, out. Look, you got speed all over the field with the Chiefs. And that's, I think that's a dangerous combination with uh, Pink. Until he uh, meets up in the playoffs against the Colts, he gets frustrated. That's another guys. Issue. Thanks for tuning yeah. into the show. We we appreciate you guys chatting in the chat with us, and uh, it's good to see a, a bunch of familiar faces. Let's move to the NFC now. Let's go NFC North. Your your favorite division, your division, the one that you've owned for so long, and it too looks like it's been flipped on its head this year. You got the Packers at three and one, scoring a hundred and seventeen points. That is just crazy and he's only given up 88 so you got a little tip of the cap to priest i mean he's figured a few things out there can he sustain it is the big question you got the vikings at two and two we know um what he can do we know that running game uh, he struggled a little bit on defense but man he's got some playmakers there we know what Cooley can do only 85 points against he's got a pretty good defense it's gonna be in the top half of the league but he's scoring 105 points he's got the lions at three and one then your bears struggling out the gate Having some quarterback issues, um, we can you know maybe touch on that. But uh, look, you you've still got a really good team, and you're not out of this. You're only two games back here. Um, how do you see the NFC North playing out? Uh, I see the NFC. Well, we got Priest. Uh, I played uh, the first game. And I thought I was you know he if, like I said before. Hey, if he plays instead of trying to get the ball to certain people, if he plays his game like he did against me in that first half. He's gonna be unstoppable. I'm gonna yeah. move, move down to the Vikings. Uh, he likes to run the ball. He gonna be he plays 
I, I would say good defense, but then you'll look at the 140 points. I don't know what's going on there. Could be the early opponents that he played. Still two and two. And then we go down to uh, the line, Cooney G. Well, we got Tank for two. It didn't work. Uh, and you see he's three and no, one. No, didn't. <laughs> so he's three and one. And uh, he, I actually watched a couple of his. He's just a consistent guy. He get the ball to uh, who's his tight Hawkins. But I think he, Hawkins, uh, yeah, I think he picked up a, a receiver in a jab. Uh, LSU got Jefferson State because yep. if I personally need if you stop, I shouldn't be giving out my secrets. But if you stop Hawkins, he has trouble moving the ball when anybody else does. So his receivers drop the ball and see if Jefferson help him. And then we move down to the sorry Bears. Uh, we are what uh, one and three gave a seventy-seven point score, sixty. First game out the gate, terrible game. The offense couldn't move the ball. We actually didn't give up uh, a touchdown on defense. We gave up three points on, defense, but uh, offense gave up seven. We're one and three, but I'm gonna call a uh, Lion, Packer, Viking, and Bears, and the Bears bring it up the mm-hmm. with the uh, I think the Packers. Now, it could be 50-50 with the Packers. That's like I said, Priest has a, has a team. All he has to do is stay consistent, and he will take the yep. But the line, Cooley is Cooley. If, I guess I don't know what's going on with him. Because he's, he's a good player. And uh, Ross, you're my buddy. But uh, I don't know. But this is how I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it a three-team uh, race for the division. And it could go, uh, what is it, 33% of the way. Packers, Vikings, Lions. Could be Lions, Vikings, Packers with the Bears. So I'm calling that yep. division I, basically a toss-up. <clears throat> I see this one like you do. I, I like the Lions to win this division. I think he's got a really good rookie quarterback that he'll be able to make plays for. <clears throat> if he can keep his head in it and, and stay focused, I, I think he wins this division. I think Ross is going to push him. Ross is such a tough player. When I play him, he kills me almost every time and seems unstoppable. But then he has these games that uh, I think he I just get in his I think I get in his head, <laughs> so I'm not yeah. sure. And look, I, I can't call Priest until Priest proves it. And he's impressing me. I'm going to give his props. He's 3-1, and one, 117 points far, 88 against. He's not turning the ball over nearly as much. He is very impressive. But you gotta you gotta prove it. Like he's gonna have to be consistent for entire season. So I like the Lions to win this division. I don't see a wild card coming out of here. Not because one doesn't deserve it. I just think that these other divisions <laughs> are pretty stacked, and you only get two, and, and, yeah, and that that I, division is tough to get average, the second yeah, person. That division's like nine win. Yeah. So yeah. I, I was about to say did. I didn't do anything. Yeah, we just. I was, like, I was like I didn't, I didn't do it. So we're clear. Uh, NFC South, we got the Panthers at four and zero, the Saints at two and two, the Falcons at two and two, the Bucks at three and one. This is a little skewed, a little off because the Falcons, I think, have missed three games in a row um, due to some family emergencies, um, and so I think he's lost two of those and won one of them. Um, the Panthers, brand new owner in Trey, um, he humbled me. I expected him to humble me, but man, like, frustrating. It was just a frustrating game to. To play against uh, but he has a very very good team here and um, we know what the falcons are um and the bucks three and one man another new owner i'm skipping on who who's the bucks that was big, hurt. The bucks big hurt big hurt big hurt oh that's right big hurt that's yeah it does so big hurt went from the panthers 
uh, to the Buccaneers. He's got some things figured out. We know what Big Hurt is. Big Hurt's going to have really good, efficient quarterback play. He's going to play really good defense. He's really going to push the limits in a lot of ways. This division's really up in the air outside of the Falcons. I think the Falcons are going to win it, of course. It's like with the Packers. I think you can't go any other division. I do think, though, you get one wild card out of here. Is it the Panthers? Is it the Bucks? Can somehow the Saints put some things together? I still kind of have hopes, but I, I got to get some things figured out pretty quickly. The last two games have been really, really rough for my offense. Um, and, you know, you, you can't have a rough offense against these guys. So I like the Falcons to win this one. Um, and I do think that the Panthers are going to win a wild card. Um, and I'm even going to call it, I think you might, could possibly see an upset this year when the Panthers play the Falcons. Because um, he's got that team rolling, playing really good. He's going to have to play a little bit more consistent. There are a few little minor things that I think he's still trying to get adjusted to when it comes to FPR here. Um, but, you know, if you can play consistent football and really stick to your game plan, you might be able to do it this year with no abilities against the Falcons. How do you see the a a a NFC South playing out? Well, as Ric Flair said, <laughs> to beat the man, <laughs> to beat the man, you got to beat the man. Until I see different, I'm yeah. calling. I'm calling Falcons if he gets back in time, and uh, I hope everything's okay with his uh, family situation. But uh, as of right now, like you said, four and zero. The Panthers. I actually watched that game. Like you said, I'm not the so I'm not the side. You had talks with me, but I saw some stuff that he probably needs not up over here uh, now yeah, that sure. he's in OMFL. And, but I, you know, he he can play defense. And he won. I think he yeah. won a deuce bowl over in a deuce. I think so. Yeah. I think you're right. So, and he's been touted as a good player, known to put up points from, you know, I wasn't out of the chat in the deuce and you know, just hearing that it's a problem over there for it's like not a bad problem. You know, I don't know, but he's a problem as far as a player, you know, scoring points. And Saint. I'm gonna say this now that I got you online, like you told me. Sometimes I think you just get, you know, you get frustrated and get, you know, you said sometimes you got that commissioner hat on, you get uh, like frustrated. I think that sometimes it fix your game. Oh, 100%. You just stay in the game, you know, because by now, you know, I talk to certain guys, we all know what certain guys do. They just, I think. You know, I know you can't let certain stuff go, but certain stuff, you just got, hey, play the game. Hey, call them out. And the book, Buccaneers, how can I say about Big Hurt? Big Hurt is <laughs> consistent, too, and, you know, watching some of play players. If he can stay focused, and I, I want to see these games, I want to see in the, in the first game, I want to see on uh, uh, Falcon, Panthers game, then I want to see a Buccaneers game. But I don't be like you say. Uh, I think it's gonna be a fourteen. If uh, I said Panthers played you, what was the score of that game? When I was like twenty-four to nine. Um, oh, okay. I got in the red zone three times. He kept me out, and um, yeah, I just he ran away with it pretty late. Okay, well, I'm gonna call it like this. Might be Falcon, Falcon to us. Uh, Panthers do it against another division foe. Warren yep. Buccaneers. Panthers. Sorry to say Saint. So that, that's what I'm there calling. Go, I'm calling hurt. Falcons, Buccaneers, Panthers. 
Yes. Smash is putting his faith in, in Big Hurt. Let's go over to the NFC East. We got the Redskins at 3-1, and one, scoring 147 points. Outstanding for them. The Cowboys at 1-2, and two, though. The Giants at 1-3, and three, and the Eagles at 0-4, oh though. Probably most confusing team to try to figure out this Madden where okay, deep in the playoffs, okay, you know, man. one, two, yep. three win seasons, deep in the playoffs, one, two, three win seasons. Um, how do you see the NFC East playing out? Well, this is what I don't understand about this. Now, I'm, you know, the most constant team I have played outside of my division, the Reds. Yeah. I, I know what he's going to It's just he's going to keep it simple. He's going to run the ball. He's not throwing. He's gonna throw across. Or he's gonna throw out. Mm -hmm. He's gonna throw short. It's and I'm not a guy team that has so much talent and good youth that they can't figure it out. That this is what Ben Bruce gonna do. And it's no secret. They can't stop it. And I'm looking at the Cowboys, they look like the real life Cowboys. Bunch of talent and a disappointment. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't kick me out the deuce. Uh but you, you yeah. got to give it to him. 85 points far, only 70 against. So yeah, at least he's not lopsided like yeah, a lot of these teams. I can score two points. And if I'm 3-0, and oh, you see what I'm saying? Sure. It's not about this, about who this, about the wins and losses. You're one and two. The team is stacked full of talent. You had, what, two? You, you had a hell of a bad draft. And I'm yeah. not understanding why he's one and two. And then we move down to the Giants. He's consistent too. Pepper gets down on himself. He up and down. And he started to make a run. Then he falls off. He made a nice run last year. But 71 points, 121 points against is not going to get it done. Then we move down to the Eagles. Look, coach. Look, coach. 0 uh, 4. That's not good for you. I played you. You didn't. We didn't have back and forth battles. I don't know what's you up and down. Playoffs yeah, down. Playoffs, playoffs. He's given up 156 points. Got to be worse than the league, I think. Yeah, that's pretty bad, especially with that defense. Maybe he has to adjust the abilities. What Cox can get him for sex game? Uh, that's not happening. You know, when I played him, I'm looking for a Cox. <laughs> Hell, one game he didn't have none again. He, but his defense and offense, he does what he does. And that those uh, cornerbacks that he had, they were running routes that my receiver was running. So I'm not understanding why are you going for and why you got yeah. only 156 points. But I'm going to call it like this, Redskins. I think uh, Cowboys might make a run. Uh, Giants and Eagles, they're going to stay where they're at consistent. I'm sorry to say it, yeah. but I'm just being honest. Facts are facts. And Eagles. Uh, I got to... I got to agree with you. I, you got to call what you see right here. The Cowboys, I do think, will get some things figured out because they did have an outstanding draft. I like the Redskins. They're consistent. Um, I, I kind of view this as, as the North a little bit this year. Of like, I think these teams will start beating up on each other as we progress, and guys will start figuring some things out, and we may see some like late race tighten up. But, man, it's hard to fall back 3-1 to 1-2 and make a run. I mean, you're, yeah. you, you, you can be two games back here pretty soon. And now that he make got, a run uh, later. And now then Brew has Bosa on that uh, yeah. D-line. And he offered me, uh, he wanted Rokon Smith and offered me a peanut butter sandwich for Rokon Smith. Come on. 
It's like two. Yeah, yeah I, I just had to throw that in there. Then brew is all love. <laughs> Let's go to the NFC West and wrap up our last one. We got the Seahawks at three and one. We got the Cardinals at two and two. One again, one of the more confusing teams for me. He is so talented and such a good player. I know he's sick of this mad known. Maybe that plays a little bit into it. The 49ers at one, then three, and then the Rams, our new owner, up from the deuce at one and two. Um, I'm going to call this one, you see what you see. I think the Seahawks are going to win this division. I do think that the Cardinals will push and, and get a wild card spot. Um, I think he'll be battling those teams in the NFC South for the wild card spot. Um, but I like the Seahawks to win this division. Mo is Mr. Consistent as well as Dwayne and D-Money and, and all these other really, really good teams. This guy just wins 12, 13, 14 games every single season. Um, he just hasn't been able to get over that D-Money hump when it comes to the playoffs. Um, but I do think the Cardinals are going to push. Um, 49ers and Rams, just uh, they're a long ways away. And uh, Madden 21 will be their time to try to rebuild. How do you see the NFC West playing out? I uh, just take a snapshot of what, what you see right here. Uh, Rob. Yeah. I'm going to say this about Rob. Rob played Seahawks twice. He built your team. I picked you to make the playoffs. I don't know. You had a good record yeah. last year to make the playoffs. I'm, I'm just going to say Rob. I'm kind of, you know, I'm not going to say it because I hate when people say this. You're not my mom. You're not my dad. Don't tell me you're disappointed. But Rob, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm seeing this right here. And I think you're a better player. So I'm going to say this. Get off yourself. Go and kick Mo's ass. That's what I'm sorry to say. Kick his ass. Dude, you're a better player than that. I want to see that. And you took that linebacker I wanted, that 90 speed linebacker. So he, do your thing because Kirkland is unstoppable. Uh, who's yeah. the little speed guy you got? Dude, do your thing. Stop it. He can't be beat. You need, to, you need to be the one in that division to take it. Just go in there and kick his ass. Get that mindset. Get that out of your mind that you can't beat it. Because if you go in there that you can't beat him, you're not going to beat him. Yeah. So, like I said. So, how do you see this one playing out? Uh, well, I'm just going I'm not to be like you. I'm going Cardinals, Seahawks. And the uh, 49 am about out for, you know, who's going to have the better draft. So, I'm going Rob, the Seahawks, after my motivation, speak to Rob. So, let's go Rob. <laughs> this I know Seahawks were, were saying that Wilson um, had maybe regressed and was missing some pretty open passes, but he's still scoring 101 points and only allowing 61, so that defense is rocking and rolling. Oh, and, and there's uh, nothing yeah, against you, right. Mo, but I just want to see, you know, we like change. It's like Oh, sure. So, hey, and, and then Rob's a talented player, but you're in his head, so if you can't get, you know, you walk into the game and saying you're going to lose, you're going to lose. Especially if something happened to you, like, oh. But I don't think Rob is, you know, Rob is not like that. Rob, let's go, Rob. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go backtrack a little bit before uh, we get to our bowl predictions. Uh, we're going to come back and do our bowl predictions right next, and, and we'll open up the mailbag. Let's talk about the offseason. I kind of skipped that on accident at the very beginning. It's super late at night. It's been a super long day, but let's go back to the offseason. This is the draft and both the offseason. There was some big money being spent. We know that Cooks went to the Atlanta Falcons on big money. We haven't truly seen how that's going to play out Not because, yet. of course, the yeah. money has, has been away from his team. Um, but, look, there's been other big money that was spent. Uh, you know, there were, there were some really good quarterbacks we've seen 
like arguably maybe the best quarterback in free agency didn't even get picked up in free agency he was picked up after the draft he yeah. goes to the eagles starts week one and like puts up 500 yards so some crazy stuff hasn't helped though he's still zero and four or whatever it is oh, um and then he had some drafts we had it yeah he is right and so we've got we had the drafts that were pretty dominated by the cowboys yeah. and the cardinals cowboys and the saints yeah and you got a good draft too now <laughs> yeah there was a lot of really good drafts so just overall what kind of stuck out to you when it came to the draft and Anything that that really kind of rang true, and and or not the draft, but just the entire off season for um, season ninety one. Well, I guess the biggest thing I'm gonna say, uh, the Browns. I'm looking. I looked at the before we came on because it's kind of quick. Uh, I wish I had a little bit more time, but it is what it is. But the Browns. I was looking at their draft. They had a commit tight end, the guy at LSU. Your guy, a little running back, Isaiah uh, yep. Wilson guard he had a nice little draft cd lamb i think that was his one pick and then he had another guy at lsu 75 76 71 68 and 70 overall uh picks uh draft i think that's a that's massive. i think he always drafts outside of the cowboys and saints and you, you two guys are good i mean you get a, that many draft can't up unless you knucklehead that used to play for us uh, in Buffalo. You can't uh, mess up a, a draft that bad. So, I think the Broncos didn't have that many picks, but they had an okay draft too. So, but what stood out to me is those three uh, quarterbacks that Yeah. Sure, I think uh, boys, they had they got, who did they get? Uh, quarterback. Washington, Jacob Eaton. I think that was the third quarterback taken or fourth quarterback. I think he was the taken, if I'm not mistaken. Out of draft, the Cowboys had a nice draft also. Real nice. So that's why I'm not understanding the record. With already a good team that he had. You gotta come. So, looking at your team. Said you should have. I should have went and got that pick. I could have got that pick that you got from the Ravens. And who did you end up picking? The picking Joe. I I ended up taking Joe. I wanted I wanted Tua, but uh, Tua went the pick before. And then you got uh, Diggs watching your game. Diggs has been. Uh, yeah, Diggs has played really well. Yeah, he's played awesome. Really, looking at the stat, he already has two picks in the. I'm not thinking he's not leading the uh, league. Actually, Miami's uh, guys lead. Miami's safety is leading the league's uh, picks with five. Five picks. And the biggest and the number one pick in the draft, Young by the 49. I don't know how that's going to work. That's going to be real interesting to see without ability. How many games we're at? We're at what, week five now? Uh, yeah, we just went to, to week five. And he has three sacks leading all rookies with three sacks chasing. It's like tackles on the rookie. My guy, uh, another LSU guy, the safety name, Dale Pitt. That's how you pronounce it. Dale yeah, Pitt. Pitt. Yeah, he has 22 tackles, and the next rookie, he has 17. Tua, my goodness. Tua almost has 200 more yards for his uh, passing wide. Your guy comes second, third for his quarterback. 
running back. Yeah, I mean, look, it was, it was it was definitely right. It was the draft of the quarterbacks. You know, those guys went early and often. It was the, the draft <laughs> yeah, of don't get me started uh, the defensive linemen. Uh-huh. A lot of defensive linemen went in this. A lot of good linebackers fell in this one. A lot of good cornerbacks fell in this draft. Um, but I think it was okay, top. I, I don't really, think it was kind of top heavy. Like it was a little top three, heavy, right? Yeah, first three that went. And by the time we got to to like rounds three and four, it, it was pretty much slim pickings after that. Um, and even then, like I, I mean, I had uh, both the, the third pick, the tenth pick, and like pick twenty seven, twenty three, or something like that. And um, you didn't muff it up. You know, like well, that, that last guy is not even starting, right? Like he's right there on the cutting edge of starting, but he's, but he's not he's even good, even though. starting right now. He's, he's good. You want um, I really like uh, what the Dolphins did this off season. Uh, of course, you got to head, you know, tip of the cap to what the Bills did this off season. I thought that he had a little bit of a weird draft, but overall, like it's it's starting to pay off for him. Um, if I remember correctly, I think the Browns had a lot of picks. Um, intended to do pretty good um, a lot of not a ton of big spenders but man the, the, to see the Falcons go out and get cooks I mean it's a dangerous weapon to add to that team mm, yeah, um, that already already it. has yeah. a lot of really really good weapons and yeah. so um, I don't know man it's going to be um, it's going to be really tough to see how the Falcons do with, Col- with cooks but overall it was a, a good quick offseason so that we could get to the draft in time before Mother's Day I think it worked out. Jehu, thank you for the follow. Um, I'm sorry I didn't get to your question, but we can kind of answer your question as we go to the mail mailbag. We just got a brand new follower, um, and he was asking uh, some questions around uh, the real life Bucks. And so while we're kind of loading this page up, what do you think about the real life Bucks? Do you think they go to the bowl this year with Brady and um, all these other weapons, Gronk coming out of retirement, or do you think this is just going to be a, a bust year for them? What do you What are you expecting from the real NFL Bucks? I think they'll make a playoff. Still got a lot of holes. Yeah, I I, uh, I don't I don't expect anything from them. Look, I, I think that um, oh my goodness, a lot of questions today. Um, I think that uh, I think that Brady is on the downside of his career, as anybody would be at forty two, whatever years old he is. I think Gronk has lost a lot of weight. He is not the same player. He retired for a reason. His body was tired and grind it is not gonna i don't know that bruce arians is gonna be able to keep him controlled over there in tampa bay um and yeah i just i don't see these pieces all coming together a very good young defense though um and you know if maybe somehow they can get some you know they've got weapons on the outside in the that offense but can brady get them to them with the offensive line protect them and they find a running game those are kind of my big answers for the bucks I don't really expect a lot from them. They might make the playoffs because they have talent and a good coach. Um, I definitely don't think that they're going to win the whole thing. Now, let's dig into our mailbag. Man, a lot of questions. So we're going to have to random fire a couple of these and see how fast we can get through them because there is a ton of questions. Um, Who's the most surprising team so far in a good way, record-wise, and a bad way, record-wise? For me, the Bills are the most surprising team in a good way. Like, I just, he's had some really big wins. It's kind of hard, really week four here just advancing to week five um and the team that kind of surprises me um the most is uh, the packers you can put the packers up there in a good way um the team that surprises me the most are your bears um i just didn't expect you to struggle this much in the quarterback situation coming out of the gates um 
I definitely didn't expect uh, to see the the um, uh, the Steelers do as well as they do. Of course, that was kind of a, a little bit of a crapshoot with a brand new player coming in. Um, the Jaguars are a bit of surprise for me. The Patriots are a complete surprise to me. Like no one's seen them being going three. So those are a couple of those teams that kind of float to the top. Any good and bad for you? Probably, you know, we're probably about the same. I'm happy for my guy, uh, Outlaw. And hope I'm not too surprised about Packers because, as you know, I've been tooting his horn, uh, you know, since uh, I guess I'm going to say day one, since we had our first draft. I think he's good if he put it together. I'm not too surprised about the new owner with the Steelers. But I, you know, just being in the, you know, two. I know what he can do, but my disappointment. Oh, like I said, we're both on the same Just deuce. I mean, bloop the Patriots. Yeah, because he has been just zero and three. It's not a good look. That don't look good on you. you don't wear zero and three well. So hopefully. You- Uh, let's go to the number two from okay. Dwayne. The Eagles have the number one offense in the league. I'm sorry. Yeah, if you want to keep on, please go. Uh, you just it paused for a long time. I thought you were finished. No, go ahead. Um, the Eagle, it, it, Dwayne says the Eagles have a number one offense in the league. They've started out zero and four, three, three of these games. I didn't realize that's a good stat, Dwayne. Three of his games by a touchdown or less, so not trash large yards. What advice would you give little Cooch, little Koch? I say Cooch because you said that a while ago and it made me laugh and got stuck in my head, little Koch. What advice would you give Little Koch to write the ship? It's a good question. What What would you tell the Eagles to write the ship? It's too late. I think we all I talked about this. It's basically too late. You're, uh, what, NFCs? Yeah. Denbrew's going to do. Four game hole, that's right. a lot. Denbrew's going to do what Denbrew's going to do. Only team that has a chance to catch him, like I said, we talked about it, is the Cowboys. So, 0-4, oh Denbrew's not going to go on a three-game losing. Or you know, so I just the only thing I can say is, hey, we like Outlaw used to say, play for next year, uh, man, twenty one, and me would get my import. Yeah. Think about your import. That's all they say. Just think about you. It's over. Look, you have a great quarterback that's now with you there um, that you just picked up. I, I don't know about your running game. Um, I haven't watched your games, but losing those type of close games in the past when I've watched him. Uh, I just say that it, it, there were moments when he was trying to push it and he probably didn't need to push it and he probably needed to just stick to the game plan. And so I would say figure out what your game plan is with this new team and really just stick to that game plan. And sooner or later, um, those things will start to go your way. Um, number three, my gosh, so many questions. We're going to roll. The Jets lead the league with 15 sacks through four seasons. Do you like this number compared to past seasons? To me, sacks are in a weird place. We have some games where there's none. Um, I've got really good players that aren't getting any pressure at all. And then you have some games like we've seen a while ago um, in the Bills and Patriots game where there were 14 sacks combined. It's a, I, I, There's no explanation as to why this is happening. I think overall, I, I wouldn't say I'm happy with the sack numbers. I will be happy. Um, I, I am happy that it's defensive linemen that are leading the league. Um, and I am happy that we don't have like a crazy you know, 15 sack individual already. Um, so I think in that perspective, I'm happy. Uh, I'm not happy that 15 sacks have happened over four weeks, but um, again, uh, you know, we've had a couple crazy games. What do you think about sacks so far? Well, I can only speak on my 
games. I didn't watch uh, a lot of games. Uh, I think the guy that's leading my team in sacks is not even uh, deep and well linebacker now. I switched back to a 3-4 full time. Is my line, outside linebacker, Joel. I uh, can't pronounce his name, and I'm not going to try to pronounce I'll call him <laughs> Joel I. He has four sacks, and all on blitzes, and Noel has uh, two. Smith has one. Normally, the guy that has the most sacks is uh, no. He has one. I, I don't bring things up in live chats, and nobody should do it if you got a problem or if you want to say something. Uh, say it to Nate. Uh, you already know how I feel about it, but now we're on it. I think uh, EA was lazy with ability, and I think some of you yeah. guys out there are lazy. My take on abilities being off. Now, I do not like it when I get sacked three times game by one guy. But to me, abilities made me feel like you were playing a different. I know if I'm playing a team, even with your guy, big number 97, I need to know where he at at all times. Now, saying this, the, you know, the games feel good. I would prefer, you know, not abilities back on, but to get more pressure that you don't have time to throw. But as of right now, we're all in the same boat with the game. Just like anything else, get used to it. We nobody likes. It. I don't like it. I mean, I wish ability was on, but complain about. It. I'm gonna put my head down and figure it out and play and have fun. And that's the only thing you do. We're here to have fun. Yeah. So that's okay. Thing. I, I don't. I don't. De- yeah, I don't debate or argue those perspectives at all. And I don't think that they're wrong perspectives. And um, yeah, we could we could debate about you know um, EA and the way they made their game. It just was out of hand, and um, and trying to come up with a system to get it in hand was just a lot of work. And it was like last season, let's just try it with it off. And, and I do like the way the game feels better, but I also agree with you that I did like abilities because you needed to know where certain players were. Um, certain players had uh, the opportunity to really take over games. Um, it just it's a I just hope that for 21, we can kind of find the middle ground between these two because I, I do think that there can be a middle ground. Number four from D. Wayne, he says, has the league shifted more to a pass-happy uh, happy offense? Nope, I'm adding words. It's not there. Just read it. Has the league shifted towards being more pass-happy this last season? Only five teams averaged less than 200 yards passing a game. Bears, Colts, Lions, Texans, 49ers, and only 11 teams are averaging over 120 rushing yards a game uh i think that in general everyone is more pass happy i think this game early a lot of people were run happy but ea has tweaked their game to make that run harder and i think as smash said most of us are lazy and um so people went back to the past do you think that the league has shifted to being more pass happy or do you think um i don't know i think the guys that pass can pass and he read the list of uh B, I think he was included. I like to run the ball. I don't have a quarterback to pass, so I'm going to run the ball. But I don't know what the ability is being off. Going back to that, I don't know if we're seeing better uh, animations. These receivers, are, I know over there in the deuce, I think we're on uh, all man, no ability. Animations, animations that I hadn't seen probably uh, Madden 19 with the interaction with the DBs and the cornerbacks. Uh, I mean, the DBs in a wide receiver, but, but uh, those who going to pass are passing. Those who run are run yeah. because I think the minors or who else that like to pass the ball since 
those guys going to they're proficient in passing. Those proficient in running are going, we all going to do what we do. So I, th- I, I, I really was, don't think that. No, I agree with you. I, I'm going to save number 60, Wayne, for next week's show. But the Dolphins will go number five. Dolphins rookie safety. Ashton Davis has five picks for his first three games, the 12th pick in the second round. Do you think he's a still of the draft so far? It's a little hard to debate, but what do you think? Nope. I, I, I'm on to my own. I, I can't. Deal. He's surprised. I don't know. What did that guy come from? I think he wasn't even. Was he highly right? I think he was like a second or third round guy, wasn't he? He was a second, yeah. He was a 12th pick in the second round. Yeah, I don't I think it was just one of those guys he scouted, grabbed. Maybe I'm thinking about the real NFL because I don't. One, I think I got somebody else the top uh, safety the draft after me. I don't think he uh radar from safety. He's out of California, I think. That's the one. California. Yeah. yeah I don't know where Dave. he's from. Yep, California. Oh, he's a hidden development. Might, I mean, it's still early. You can't really call still a draft. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's 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 early, but, I mean, that's impressive. Five interceptions already is an impressive season is, already. Yeah, he's uh, leading all the rookies anyway by three uh, picks. He has three more than the next rookie out of green. Your guy Diggs took both of those guys. So Diggs could be the steal of the draft. Or that other cornerback yeah. uh, that was taken. I can't think of the guy that you was like saying he's still on the board. He's still on the board. There's uh, still some good players out there. Well, I mean, season 91 has been a crazy one so far, but if that guy even stays average the rest of the season, he's oh, going to yeah. be up he there for defensive rookie of the year. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's a second round pick. That's pretty good. Right. Let's just see what guys cry about there. Uh, DM you and say, oh, you can't do that. <laughs> Let's go to Bloop's questions. He's got three. Let's see if we can run through here. What do you think is the key to consistency in the OMFL? Each year, my team has felt completely different on the field. There seems to be no real rhyme or reason to it. There must be a secret somewhere. I don't know what the secret to success is. I think this, the biggest key to consistency is finding plays that really work for your playbook and your style. I think D. Wayne has figured that out pretty well. Stick to what you do well and figuring out how to you continue to gather access without losing a lot. The money has figured that out. And if you have a really good team, keeping that core team together and then finding the other pieces that fit your system well. Mo has that figured out, right? Mo likes those speed receivers. He, he sticks with Wilson. He doesn't waver. He know he keeps that defense there. He doesn't trade a whole lot. doesn't do a whole bunch of anything. Um, he, he really just keeps that core. So I think the consistency theme, and that's hard for, for Blue because he doesn't do a lot of crazy things with this team. But Blue, I'm right there with you. My team feels completely different from week to week, much less season to season. So I don't know what the secret sauce is to these guys. We tried to start um, all 22 OMFL experts so that, to get these guys off the schneid to come and share some of their secret sauce. And, you know, all 22 is kind of flandered uh, in the last couple of months. But, um, yeah, that's the only answer, right? What do you think uh, the key to being consistent in the OMFL may be? Well, uh, I just think you need to just do you. Like you said, you, I mean, you can take, I mean, these guys, like you said, going to all 22, you cannot do what they do. Do what you do yeah. and take some of the stuff you do. I know I didn't talk to a couple of guys. I said, 
look like a D1. He runs the ball, but like I can remember at the beginning, his offensive wasn't as good. And say this to guys, if you see something and you like what certain guys do, go back and look at what go look and see which uh practice uh thing which training session they're doing. If you like what they do, yeah. then try to, you know, copy that. But as far as gameplay wise, D Wayne's like those safeties. Now you can't go out and go have your team filled with a bunch of safeties. That's not gonna work. Take what he does and put it in game plan. Don't try to like copy like in real NFL. You know how yeah. teams do copycats and it never works out. And it's the same here. Stick to what you do. Yeah. Take some of the stuff if you didn't play like if you play a guy, take some of the things that they do and, and maybe in your playbook. I, I know I've done because Jay Glaze has this one play and I always know what is gonna happen. It's this uh, pistol ace with the tight end running a corner rat and the wide receiver on the left side going under. He's gonna either his first run is that tight end. He was killing me there. Guess what I did? I took it and I put it in my playbook. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. I didn't change my whole playbook to what he does, but I took some and added to my. So just. Only consistent things, those guys, like I say, like I said with Denbrew, I'm not picking on you, Denbrew, but Denbrew's going to do this. He's going to do that. He doesn't change. That's why Yeah. he probably, now he's going to make the playoffs, but he's not going to go far because when you play the Falcons and Mo, if you do not change who they can change up, if you stop something on the Falcons, guess what? He's going to do something else. So you have, yeah. you know, even though they're consistent, but they also can change. So those that are consistent will go a certain way, but those who are consistent and can adapt, <laughs> these are the guys that's on top constantly. Constantly yep. they are top. Luke, I'm going to save your question number three for next week. I think it's a good one, but I'll take your question number two. Who do you think is the best situational coach in the league? Maybe not always the best six skills guy and may not always win but who do you think makes the most correct calls as a coach on a week-to-week basis? I'm going to go with Denver. Um, I think he's super consistent. He makes the right calls. He sticks to his game plan. He does his homework, his research. Denver is kind of the guy that comes to my mind. Who's the best situational coach in the league for you? Jason, Kyle, whatever. See, he doesn't do anything. Because <laughs> every time I play him, you know, it's nothing cheesy, but I don't have a complaint about him. So I'm going to go uh, with uh, the Jets. He's sort of like yeah, Dem- I think that's he's a so- good one. He's sort of like Denbrew, but after what he will change it up, he will adapt. Denbrew, like I said, you, uh, oh, I'm not going to give him tips because I got I don't have to play him this year, but he's in it. I'm not, I'm, the Jets are, the FPR good. And they beat you with simple plays. They're like, dude, it, it frustrates you. I'd rather have somebody beat me some cheesy that I know that he shouldn't be than somebody doing LPR and just kills you and you can't do nothing about it. Yeah. So I'm going with the Jets. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's a really good one. We're going to save number three from Blue for next week. Um, let's see if we can do a couple of Cincy's. We're going to probably save some of your Cincy's. Um, Cincy, I think we covered your second question in the other question above. Um, we're going to save your third question, Cincy, but we'll take your first one. Um, who out of the new owners do you think can make the deepest run to finish this cycle, Pittsburgh, Carolina, or the Rams? I think it's going to be uh, uh, 
the Panthers. Uh, I, I think that the Panthers um, have a really good team. Um, Trey's a, a really good player. Uh, um, yeah, and I, I think that he has the best opportunity to make a pretty deep run. Now, you know, where does a deep run actually end? Whenever you play the Falcons, who knows? But uh, I like the Panthers. Out of those three, which one do you like to make a deep run? Uh, I'm not sure. Let's see. Uh, who do y'all play? Uh, for us, like, uh, opposite division. I don't remember. Let me see. I'm looking at it right now. I mean, I want to say, I, I say the Panthers. I want to be uh, I'm going to go with the Steelers. Team already, Penguins left him with a good squad. Not that the Panthers yep. don't, but I think uh, the NFCs, you know, you got Moe, you got uh, Big Herd, you got, of course, the Evil Empire and the Falcons over there. I think it's tougher for him to uh, play in a tougher division. a tougher also. So, even though I think. Uh, the AFC North is no slouch. The South is a little bit tougher. So I'm going to go with Steelers. Uh, there you Brown. go. Let's go. Yep. And, and he's, I think he'll win that division, right? And kind of sets himself up for an opportunity for a deeper run. So I, it's hard to argue with that pick. Let's go with Ross. He's got three quick questions. Number one, do you feel like the defensive line being without X-Factor and uh, superstar abilities has given us a perfect balance? I, I don't think that there is a, such a thing as a perfect balance for Madden 20. Um, the game just plays so dramatically different um, from week to week, game to game. It's really hard to gauge. And um, I think that that's the biggest issue that I have with Madden is the game does feel much better without the abilities, even though I like the abilities, but I just felt like they got way out of hand and made the game feel too gimmicky because it was like quadruple the amount of X factors and out of the box. Um, so I do like the way it feels, but it just doesn't play consistent. And so even if the game has flaws, if it's consistent and you know what those flaws are, then you can build around that, right? You can put in rules or you can adjust sliders, right? Like the game is so inconsistent um, it's hard to do any of that stuff. And so um, it makes it really, really difficult. And that's my, my biggest problem. What do you think about the defensive line? I know that you're not getting a lot of pressure. I know that you like the abilities. Um, but what are your, your response to his question around the defensive line well, not having abilities? I don't, I don't like you. I think different week to week. So I didn't have a sack. Uh, and looking at the Vikings D-line, he didn't get any pressure on Love where he could, you know, pressure him to throw the ball off that's you know that's one thing i do not like i'm not looking for six seconds i'm looking for a pressure well quarterback if they have this trait that uh paranoid that it would affect the game that's the only thing mm, yep. know, that's the only thing i'm looking and looking at your game i think uh big number 97 my favorite player to watch is uh you know i don't know how many sacks he had but Man, hadn't seen all this. You didn't have none this last game. <laughs> right. But I think if you got like three or four guys on your three guys on your line, two, there should be some type of pressure. Some games I watched, even in the deuce over there, where, like I said, I hate to bring it up, keep bringing them up, but no abilities over there easy. Our sister league, and we're playing on all men. So I got uh, who I got? I got Sweat. I got uh, Chase Young on my defense. And I got I got a. All-star D line. I didn't get any. Maybe next game I will get pressure. But I'm sitting watching game, yeah. game to game. Like you said, it's different. Some games are getting pressure. Some games they're not. Then you said you already know my feelings. 
Hopefully, I wish they were still there, <laughs> and but they're not. I think it's just something. I think guys are just gonna have to send uh, more blitzes. They're gonna have to take more risks. You know, if you're playing the Falcons, you don't want to... <laughs> probably want to put more players I think it does I think it it does but I also think like it does open the door to to more strategy you have to think through it like it isn't just go get a bunch of x-factor players put them on the field and play man and zone defense man up to and and play you know quarter four quarter three zone all game right like I think having no abilities there's a trade-off there and I agree with all of your perspectives of of those trade-offs but I think it does even the playing field a little bit when we think about the Falcons and in the look at the end of the day, he's killing the league. He's dominating this league. So if we don't close that gap and get some other winners or at least give people a chance to win, we're gonna have a problem on our hands, right? And um and then part two, I think not only closes that gap a little bit, um, but uh you now have the game plan. You now have to build around your team and you have to adjust, right? You gotta do those things. Yeah, but I, I think um, how about I think, like you said, like a DMU, I think it's more like we're playing Madden 18, Madden. I mean, if I got Noel and he's like, I know it's not going to change, but I just want to spawn on But we're, we're all playing the same game. But if I got Noel and he's like 95 finesse going up against a tackle, now he's not going to, even in a real NFL screw up, he's not going to give up six against one. But if you got all star line, more pressure. Yeah. It's six sacks in one game is never going to yeah, happen. Yeah, and that, I, ex- yeah. I experienced that at least four times, five uh, times. I wish time. I knew the secret to get six sacks is hell. When Noel has X factor, it like that's when somebody pays attention. It's, it's tough. Let's go to number two real quick. Do you feel like wide receivers are catching, quote unquote, everything as it's been said in chat? I personally don't. I, I think don't I had either. five drops last game. I don't yeah, either because so, I had a play against no. uh, uh, Fowler, and he just skied over uh, uh, there have been some great catches. Right. I can't argue that. There have been some great animations. Yeah, and I think that but has I don't, something to do I don't with believe it catches everything. Right. I think yeah. this has something to do with the abilities off. Uh, and maybe just, I think with the abilities off, we probably will see more different animations that we have yeah. seen. But I don't think I agree. that, uh, like I said, on my personal experience playing against Priest, that, and we know how he likes to throw the rock, and he has two big-time receivers, maybe the best combo in the league. I didn't, you know, feel that they were overpowered. Yeah. Hurt, I just seen your, your chat, buddy. I, I'd rather not. It's already 1140 at night. Um, Probably a little too late by the time we wrap this up in the next 15 minutes. Oh, he wants Madden. to play. Go play. Hey. Yeah, he <laughs> wants to play. Um, If you can play tomorrow, I'd much rather wait till tomorrow. I am dead tired. But if you can't and you're forcing me to, I'll, I'll play. Um, he says, Ross is number three. He says, I have the Lions as my dark horse Super Bowl team. Your thoughts? My thoughts are you're drinking, and that's a real dark horse. Like, that horse is so dark, it's dead and Who rotted. And she was putting the gram. Ross of the Vikings. He thinks that the Lions are his dark horse Super Bowl team. What are your thoughts about the Lions? It's no disrespect either. I think Cooley's uh, amazing. I mean... Uh, no way he wins the Super Bowl. The only way I see Cooley now. I don't the only way the Lions win the Super Bowl is if D Money's hands fall off somehow. Oh well, yeah, because he he's in Corona the NFC. in the fingers now, and they fall off. Cooley has the ability to make it to the championship. I will give him that. So. Yeah. No, yeah. Cooley's a very good player. But until somebody beats the Falcons, I don't think anyone uh, does. 
Now, I, I will say this. I will throw a little uh, smack talk at him, but, uh, you, you know, uh, in the TFL, uh, well, hell, even here, shit, <laughs> we're about even. And I owe you one anyway for that last I don't touchdown. know. You yeah. stick it to me pretty good. I, I, yeah, I am not consistent. Let's go to Maniac. I'm, I'm just going to take one Maniac. I'm going to save the other ones, especially your roster builder, since that goes with the other question. I'm going to save your veteran Shakti. I think that's a good question. I'll take your Madden generated. So he says this. He says, with Madden generated draft classes being so bad this Madden, will we look to get more custom draft classes set up for the next Madden? Highly doubtful. Um, and that's like 22. That. I, I say highly doubtful because I believe that most generated, number one, the only way I would do it is how I did a couple months ago, is if one individual makes four to five draft classes. If one person makes four to five draft classes, I know the tone, the feel, the player development is going to be the same because it came from the same roster development guy. Because that's probably not going to happen. I think the only guy that used to do that isn't doing them anymore. Um, because that doesn't happen. I'm, I'm getting I'm getting different different humans who have different views on what draft classes should look like, making different draft classes. So they all feel different. They all look different, and they can really shift the way a league functions. And so the reason, yes, I think the Madden generated classes suck, and they need more. The problem is. I think this one that we just got through had too much and too many high-end players. And so we'd have to find the balance between those two um, and then find somebody that consistently makes them. I honestly think it would be a great job for somebody in this league to either go find some. I would pay for them. Um, I've offered to pay for them in the past um, or, or somebody just to go and, and take, you know, make five Madden-generated draft classes, download them all, and then go in there and, and mess with them and uh, and update them a little bit. I used to do that. The last two Madden drafts, uh, I haven't had a chance to. I didn't do it to a lot of players, but I would go in there for like ten players an entire draft and you know move them around a little bit and give them a little boost and, and like try to have some um, some sleepers that were kind of in the draft. I don't know what my kids doing, but uh, decided to go and build a house in my house at eleven o'clock at night, eleven forty five at night. But anyway. Um, I, I just think it's tough, maniac. Uh, I'm open to it, but I'm not open to it if I got to drive, if I got to go find five different draft classes from five different humans, because they're all going to feel and look completely different and could really swing the way that the league plays. And that's a little too scary for me. Um, and then the last one from Ross, I don't know what he's talking about here. Maybe you do, but he says, are the rumors out of Minnesota true, Derwin James to the Vikings? Ross, this doesn't count as a question because you can't ask a question about your own trade rumors. That, that, like, you're, I can't give you free points for that, so that doesn't count. I also haven't heard those rumors. Um, I think it would be an interesting trade. It depends on what you'd have to give up to give Darren James. It would definitely help that team um, and definitely help him in an area that they're they're struggling in. Have you heard that rumor? I hadn't heard, and I talked to him like on a regular basis. I hadn't uh, heard that rumor, but to me, like I told Denver when he won Rokon Smith for a second rounder and 78 speed or 81 speed linebacker. I think Rokon is like close to 90. You give me a peanut butter sandwich. It's the last, uh, it's the last season. I thought with that Bosa trade, I thought, oh, we must be playing another, one, uh, another season. So I don't know what my prediction was for uh, the minors. But why are you trading Bosa? Giving up on the season? It's the last season. So 
Yeah. Uh, you know, the only way I can trade is a player, an even player for an even player. Hell, I go 0-16. I'm not trading Roquan Smith. I, I want to at least have yeah, a I, Yeah, I at least want to have a uh Some of those chance. guys that do that, it's just, it's uh, mind-blowing to me. And, like, I also, again, I know everyone's got their own thoughts. I... And there's some teams I just won't trade with. They're just off limits. But I'm not going to go trade. I'm not trading with the Falcons. Right. It's the I'm last, not going to go and give the season. Seahawks a bunch of good players. I'm not going to go it's, and it's give the, the Colts season, a bunch right. of good players. Now, if it's if it's a good, fair, even deal, then maybe. But the Falcons are completely like, why would you give a guy that's won five Super Bowls in a row anything? Like, well, give no, guns. I'm not giving you anything. Because some people, some people like to trade, and then they think, hey, he's coming to me. He's talking to me. Dude, don't come to me. I, I, you know, I'm like this in real person. I don't want to talk to you. You coming to me and asking me something? There's a reason behind it. Yeah. yeah like what? No, what, Stone, what does Stone Cold say? DTA. And so yeah. don't. That's just me. But don't trust anybody. Yeah. So you coming to me? Hey, let me help you out. Who is that guy that you kicked out the league? And he always just say, Hey, let me help you out. Yeah, I was. I think it was uh, um, B Hog. Yeah, yeah, yeah B Hey, hey yeah, buddy, yeah. let me help you out. Anybody, <laughs> anybody, come with me with a trade. It's like that dude was so right. sketchy. It, it's like you and come, then, you and come to me like, like a, himself. Right, you coming to me like I'm 11 years old. I can remember. I'm gonna tell this story. And woman that you go. Uh, we uh, this bookstore called Books of Me. They used to have Pokemon uh, tournaments in this little room right where the magazine. I'm standing over there looking at the magazine. This little boy comes out crying. I think he's about eight years old. His mother, you better get back in there and get your car. He made a fool out of you every time somebody come to me with some trade. I think about it. It's not funny. You I think like, of that? Man, I think I'm not 11 years old. You coming to me That's with a trade? Funny. You know, I just thought about it. But my thing about with the trade, it's the last season. You got to give me. Why? I, I, why would I trade both for a second round? It makes no sense. Because I think what yeah, makes unless yeah. you're just trying to better your chances on and then if you trade with Denbrew that second round pick is worth what a third it's basically a third round because he's going to yeah. the playoffs so it made person to me it made no sense I wouldn't give him uh I wouldn't take in his second round pick a 70 overall 77 overall linebacker in an 81 with 81 speed for Rokon because it made no sense now if you offer me a first round yeah. pick well I have a better chance of getting bringing the import over because of where I'm at in my season I would have took the trade no, I agree. Look, uh, Colin is a different cat, and uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't even begin to try to get into Colin's head. Uh, he scares me a little bit, so I, I just want uh, Colin to like me and be nice to me. Well, but, Colin, I'm not. Um, I'm those, some of those, some yeah. of those trades may make you scratch well, your head. I'm, I'm like, sure everybody in NFC sure is not happy. On. NFC East is not happy. With and I'm I not going to be happy. I got, I got to play that dude. Well, Jim Brew is loading up for uh, the Falcons. That's what he's doing. He's making a run like penguins, which is good. Hey, you got loaded for bear. So yeah. you're going against the Death Star, but you're not Luke Skywalker. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna happen. So. Well, let's uh, quickly put a bow on this show. Let me talk about our partners here in the OMFL. We got Daddy Leagues. Um, love Poppy. He's a good dude. I haven't heard from him a lot this Madden, but uh, Poppy's a really good dude, and I appreciate everything that Daddy Leagues does. For us, I love our Daddy Leagues page. If you haven't checked it out, daddyleagues.com forward slash OMFL. Go check it out. Lee Crawler, my buddy Matt over at Lee Crawler. I appreciate that um, retweet today about our pen tool video that we made. We're going to be putting out a video this week around streaming, both how I used to stream with a low-end computer, and you can still do that at 720. 
and then how I stream with my new setup that you're seeing right now. And there's so many new things, man. I am working hours every day learning new little things that I'm going to add in here. And so over the next couple of weeks, you'll start to see new toys popping in and popping up um, that you guys can come and, and uh, participate with us. Um, yeah, love Matt. Go to leadcrawler.com. I tell you this all the time. Get your profile. Go give the OMFL a rate. If you play in the TFL, if you play in any of the leagues, go rate them. Leave a comment. Uh, leadcrawler.com is one of the best uh, sites for Madden that you can find out there. And then our buddies, our Xbox One partners, Soden over at Soden Bowl. We appreciate Soden and all he does. Some of the best quality content for Madden that you're going to see out there. Very high quality um, uh, and, and just a really good uh, Xbox league. So if you're on the Xbox side of Madden, go check them over uh, at SodenBowl.com. And then, of course, here at the Grown Folks Online Community, GrownFolksOC.com. This is all the different leagues. I'm so proud of the OMFL. Lots of content this season. We've added some new blood that's putting out new content. Um, we got to get some new content at this other bottom, other league stuff here. Um, I need to add some here. And you can even check out some of my self-help videos that I've started to put out. Um, this is my first one. If you want to know, how do I cut a player out? As you can see here, um, when you when I cut out these Madden players, I show you exactly how to do that um, with the Photoshop pen tool. And then you can see all of our great leagues here from the NBC, TFG, uh, ATG, TFL, um, PFL, PFF, PFFL, something like that. Uh, the Deuce, of course. Uh, and then, of course, our buddy, um, over, uh, yeah, I guess I forgot to talk about our other buddy, um, Shop and Shopmaster. I love Shop. If you're looking for 2K content, if you're looking for Madden content, Shopmaster.com. Follow him on YouTube. Follow him on Twitter. Lots of really good stuff. And then, of course, follow us. Follow us here on Twitter. I mean, here on Twitch. Follow us on Twitter, um, Grown Folks OC. Uh, and then our website and our YouTube page, Grown Folks Online Community. Would love for you to come and check us out. So, for Mr. Smash, I appreciate you for hanging out with me tonight. We have a lot of people on tonight. Um, even though it's midnight, you guys stayed up with us, probably watching in bed. Um, and yeah, it, it's been awesome. The chat's been um, full, and it's just been a really good season so far. I know that there's been some weird, wonky stuff happening. And I know that there are the people like you that aren't fans of no abilities, but it does feel like the game's a little bit fresh, and I think it's good to have a fresh feeling going into the last season. Um, before we we all kind of get into the summer um, this will bring us deep into the summer and then maybe like a two to three week break before the new madden though i am telling you now i'm expecting the new madden to be delayed by 30 to 60 days if that happens we will dust off madden 20 again and uh, do a restart from madden in uh, uh, nfl rosters we'll we'll find a roster out there that has the most updated nfl rookies and free agent moves and all that we'll We'll start up for one more season. Who knows? We may even give all Madden a try that season and see what it feels like and maybe even put X-Factors and abilities back on since it'll be an out-of-the-box roster and, and hopefully more balanced. So, um, look, it's been a lot of fun. Smash, give me one last thought as we put a bow on number 165. Uh, well, everybody, you know, still going through this pandemic, uh, even though if you're state, so we're all over the place. Smart about it. For us, uh, OMFL, the thirst to a minimal. That's all I got. <laughs> That's it. That's it. He just drops the mic, keep the thirst to a minimum. I admit, uh, I think that it's just the little things, man. It's, it's just the, it's the T-tiny FPR things like 
every time you have a chance, you're using the juke move. I don't do it. Like you don't need to do those things every time. Or it's you know the overuse of cover two zone, or even the overuse of cover two man. Mix it up. Use other plays. I am a cover two man freak. I've had to force myself to use cover two man with a man under. I've had to use you know uh, other zone plays. Right, like I'm forcing myself to mix it up. You know when you've called something a lot, and and if I'm playing you and I start seeing a play where I'm like, hmm, I've seen that play come up on my screen a lot, then I know you know because you you have to go pick those. I know when I'm going to a, a formation too often or a play too often. So again, it's if you keep that rule number one, or that majority rule of um, just don't do anything over and over and over every chance you get, you'll you'll be just fine. And I think those are some of the bigger things that. That we can all work on so for smash for all the leadership here in the omfl i thank you for hanging out with me tonight uh, we'll come back to you every sunday night for press pass live and uh, we're into week five so go enjoy week number five and we'll see you next weekend have a great rest of your week god bless you peace